98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 606, actually kind of pleasant this morning. Uh, about 73 as you're rolling to work right now. And uh, it is early in the morning, and, you know, sometimes you wake up and you stretch. I thought, what if we stretched our brain today, Daniel, just to start the show off and you can play along with us? Oh, sure. Let's do uh, that then. Daniel has an uncanny ability. This is un He should go on, like, Penn and Teller or, or one of those magic shows at River Spirit because he has the ability to identify a singer based on just their voice. Amazing. Uh, in fact, later on today, you have a chance to see this guy at the BOK Center on the 24th. And here we go, Daniel. Go ahead. That is uh, Blake Shelton. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Uh, I'll give you another one. Who is uh, this guy right here? One of his early ones. If this is Tuesday night, I'm bowling. If you got something to sell, you're wasting your time. I'm not buying. If it's anybody else, wait for the tone. You know what to do. Austin, I still love you. I can't be certain, but I think that's still Blake Shelton. Right. Now, you think this is a dumb quiz because you think now, because we're talking about Blake Shelton, it's all going to be Blake Shelton. But I do have like a little twist here. And I was fascinated. I didn't know this. So I've been in country music, I don't know, 15, 20 years or something. Uh, so here's one more, and you know this. And the world is saying, come on, somebody, why don't you run? All right, so you know that one. Mm -hmm. He's built his whole brand around Old Red, really, because uh, you go to downtown Nashville and he's got other locations. His bar is called Old Red, Old Red Merchandise and all that. But there was two people that sang that song before him that I had no idea. Did you know, did you know that? I didn't know Old Red was a cover, no. Um, I don't know if it's a cover or you just eventually recut. I don't know. Is it well, a cover? What do you mean you don't know if it's a cover? If oh, it, it wasn't the original, it's a cover of okay, the song. Okay, so now I'm going to play different versions of Old Red. Oh. And now you have to identify who's singing. Okay? Sure. All right, here we go. Hear the warden say, come on, somebody, why don't you run? Old Red's itching just to have a little fun. Get my banner, get my gun. Red'll have your treat for the morning gun. Cool version of it, too. Paid off a card and I sent out a letter to my cousin up in Tennessee. Brought down this blue pig hound. She was pretty as she could be. Uh, I guess so. Okay, yeah. Is that uh, Kenny Rogers? That's the gambler. Wow. That's a cool version of that song. It's a little more like. It's more what? Like Anthony Bluesy or yeah. yeah, something like that. And uh, there's another one. Another version of that song, even earlier than Kenny's. Let's see if you can guess this one. Hear the warden say, come on, somebody, why don't you run? Oh, is your kitchen to have a little fun? Get my lantern, get my gun, read a happy treat for the morning come. All right, what do you think? So that's super distinguishable. That's got to be George Jones. It is the boss. Tig and I had the uh, unique pleasure to meet George Jones. We sure did. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole story, and that's something. Well, I'm, um, yeah. that's something. 
I mean, there's some a lot. We, we've met like everybody in country music, right? Right. right but right. to me, George Jones was one of the. As your uncle Elmer used to say, George Jones was one of the boys. I don't know what yeah. that even meant. In there but, with like Willie and all yeah. this guy's Uh So Blake Shelton, one of our modern day boys, he's going to be in town later this month, and we've got free tickets. He'll sing his own version of Old Red, by the way, at the show. We got those tickets 740 this morning on 98.5 The Bull coming up. Oh, boy. Are we going to have another, like, dramatic day here in the area? Because uh, today's the first day the kids are required. At Tulsa Public oh, Schools. Oh, I wear, didn't realize that. a mask, that. and I saw where people said we're not going to do it anyway. So let's see what happens. 612. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. You know, Blake Shelton, a fellow Oklahoman, is going to be, uh, be okay later on this month. And we got your tickets coming up at 740. This is Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's Dentist at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! About a week or two ago, um, Tulsa Public Schools, the superintendent said, listen, we're going to do this mask thing. They started having teachers and faculty wear them last week. And then now that we're the first day of this week, Tuesday after Labor Day, now, the kids will be wearing masks. Now, here's the deal. You'll see, like, a newscaster post about this, right? They'll just put up the headline, like, Tulsa Public. And then you see the fighting back and forth in the comments. You know, oh, good for them. Oh, not good for them. Blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of people that say they're not going to pay attention to it. So I don't know what school looks like. I don't What do they do with those kids? If they won't wear masks, do they send them home? Do they just put a note in their folder? I, I don't know what happens. Because it's just a big old disaster as usual for the past 18 months well you have a, a kid that started kindergarten is he complaining about wearing the mask are the kids complaining about it or are the adults the only one, only people fighting about it you know the kids will complain in a, in a in a way that's like oh i'm hot you know it's a little hot or or that kind of thing but otherwise at least in my experience he's been wearing a mask now for what 18 months or so and that's a big portion of his life to him it's almost it's almost like putting on pants i'd imagine or just putting on socks it's part of the routine at this point um but you know everybody's got their feelings on this and i just don't know what that looks like today heading into school but uh tulsa public schools masks are required for everybody now except for like things like a medical exemption or a religious exemption um also did you see this video of that plane crash over the weekend daniel i had zero idea there was a plane crash okay like a little t tiny plane like a it looks like a maybe a two-seater but um there's video of this, uh, newson6.com. Uh, the guy takes off from Tulsa's Harvey Young Airport and immediately witnesses said it looked like a, a shaky takeoff. And not far after that, he crashed. Now, he crashed nose down. Like, the front of the plane looks like a, uh, like a Coke can you stepped on and dented it really good, right? So you think there's no way anybody's surviving that. I mean, like a nose down into a parking lot of a church. Guy, uh... Guy's got a couple head injuries, went to the hospital, but he's, you know, otherwise survived this plane crash. And they don't even act like, I mean, he's in serious condition, but that's pretty good to be in a nose down plane crash and walk away in serious condition. And, you know, this was a church on Sunday and it just, the timing worked out that where people weren't there yet or had already left or something, but the, park, the parking lot's completely empty. So he didn't hear it hit anybody that could have been standing out congregating after the service. Well, he's got, he's got a new lease on life, huh? Oh my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the video now. That is a major crash. Uh, dumb question here, but do uh, airplanes have airbags? No, no, no. No. They just have seatbelts? Just, and some of them back, you know, if this is, I don't know how old this plane was, but I've been flying a long time, and some of those older planes that were built in the 40s and 50s, they just have that lap belt thing. Why no, uh, why no airbag? I guess if you're going straight down in an airplane, an airbag would just, 
still kill you, but not as bad. But this Ooh, guy walked away. That's a terrible away. video. Yeah, I mean, he just it looks like a balsa wood plane. Just Yeah, just. I don't think an airbag would have helped. Because when I saw it, they didn't have the pilot's condition. It's like, oh, no. But he's. You what know, kind of plane is that? It looked like a. Uh, you know what it looks like to me? It look, There's a lot of people that, that fly experimental aircraft. Jeez. Oh, and uh, that's what it, I couldn't tell you for sure, but it does not look like the typical Cessna or Piper that you see flying around Tulsa from a manufacturer, at least. Uh, you spoke about uh, probably going to be a lot of like fussing and fighting at schools. Uh, see that uh, summer retirements for teachers up 38% year over year in Oklahoma. So 38% more teachers retired over the summer. They were just like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. Can't, can't do this. Can't do it. Uh, one teacher said it's not just the parents anymore that are, you know, complaining and stuff like that. It's just society now. Like, everybody's looking toward teachers. Telling, like, right now we've put teachers in a terrible position with this mask stuff where they have to enact this mandate. They shouldn't have to fool with that. You know what I'm saying? Well, they got a lot going on already. Right. They yeah, got but, a, yeah, so what much are you supposed to do? Like, if you're a teacher and your your boss tells you everybody has to wear a mask, but then you got parents saying, we won't do that, then you're caught in the middle. Yeah, what, what are you supposed you to do? That's a tough one. So it's going to be too stressful. They're like, you know what, I'm, we're out of here. Yeah, a lot of teachers, like I knew teachers growing up, and I had friends, parents were teachers, and they would say, I think I'm going to retire next year. And then they would just go on for like 10 more years. And I guess this time they're just like, not for real, this one's the actual year. I'm going to be hanging it up. It's 627 with Ty Gadan and Blake Shelton. Those tickets are free at 740 right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Girl. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. 6.35. Ooh, about an hour away from Blake Shelton tickets. He's coming to town later this month. Good morning. You got Tig and Daniel. Daniel, you're a little frustrated already today. Off to a rough start for you. Uh, like, off to a normal start for me. Oh, let's see. Uh, today I, I get here, and uh, as I'm walking in the building, I notice our boss, Steve Hunter, is here already. He's never here this early. I'm, I'm here like, every day I'm this like, early. uh-oh, what are you doing here? And he's here because they, they, they've kicked off the new we've, sports station. Yes, we've launched a new sports station here at Griffin Communications. 1170 The Blitz. The Blitz. The Blitz. And uh, it's been a big deal. It's been a big process in the company. And uh, we heard rumblings of this, but officially, you know, News on 6 has been talking about it all weekend. And they got a killer, killer lineup. Now, back up to about Thanksgiving of last year. Me and Daniel started a, a killer morning show ourselves. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, we started off at 6 like we every do, uh, do every time. And, and then we were like, I bet our boss is listening. Let's call our boss. <laughs> Which is the same guy who, on the occasion of the new sports station, comes to work at 6. We call our boss, and nothing happens. Rings off the hook. Nothing happens. About an hour later, we try to get... Nothing happens. Then finally, Steve, who's in the studio in person right now for the launch of 1170 The Blitz, answers the phone... He wasn't even listening. He was asleep for our show. Our first show, our debut of the Tiger and Daniel program at 98.5 The Bull. What say you, Steve? You know, I was driving in this morning. I was preparing myself for mm -hmm. this. I, <laughs> I knew I got to the light coming off of 244, and I'm like, you know what? I know two guys that are, are going to give me grief for showing up this early. Is it because you love them more? Uh, no, no. You I, got out of bed. This, dude, you, know, you, you know what it comes down to? I trusted you guys. Right. I knew you guys were going to do well, so, so I was able to sleep. 
Oh, right. It was it was all about trust. <laughs> we called him like 10 times that morning. He finally answers. It sounded like he'd sleep on like the ground out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually still at the casino. So, <laughs> so why, why do you come in for his uh, launch? You don't. You didn't show up for hours. You weren't. In fact, you weren't even listening to hours. I was too. I was just acting like I was asleep. It was. It was part of the act. He. Uh, <laughs> still why don't, why don't you act actors. like you didn't stab uh, stab me in the back by not listening <laughs> <laughs> our first our first show there. Oh, you guys know I love you. Well, how's it going over there? You know, so far it seems like it's going well. I mean, you got to think of this guy. He he worked like thirty nine years. We at haven't the other mentioned place. his name yet. Rick Corey. Yeah. Rick Corey, guy I used to work with when we worked at the other place, and he made the switch. I mean, that's a big jump after thirty nine years. He's been thirty nine years in this market. He's been forty years in the market, thirty nine years at one radio wow. station. Wow, that's almost unheard of. It really but is. Now, he's with us. The Blitz, eleven seventy a.m. or eleven seventy. The Blitz. How should I say it? The Blitz, eleven seventy. The Blitz, eleven seventy. Sports radio, and you know they they pick the guy in the market who knows the least about sports to uh, to be a part of it. Me. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think I think <laughs> I'm going like to do a show each week called "The Guy Who Knows Nothing About Sports." I wonder what sports guys did. Uh, Last year during COVID, when all the sports were canceled, they just had to sit there. And oh. What did they talk about for an entire year? <laughs> Everything that everybody else is talking about. When is this going to be over? Cornhole, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what a lineup. You've got uh, Rick Corey starting off in the morning. So big guest. He's already getting the governor on. The governor's on this morning. He, well, yeah. he, he had a bigger guest than that. Oh, now Daniel's going to The governor's start. coming on? Are you kidding me? Should, yeah. should, should we even tell Daniel who, who was just on? Oh, who else? Might as well. David Griffin. David Griffin's going on there? <laughs> the owner he's, of this company? He's already been on. And they're giving Rick free mustard. You guys didn't negotiate very well, did <laughs> yeah, you? It's family mustard. Is he really having the governor on time? Uh, I heard him say it because I is? was in the lobby listening How to How does he know the governor? They're old friends. The Blitz 1170, and they're having the <laughs> governor on. The governor. Well, what uh, football team does the governor play for? Well, he used to play for the Jinx Trojans. And uh, then uh, he played for Norman, and uh, then I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. You remember? I know nothing about sports. Great. He, he's the governor. This guy now. gets the governor. We had Safari Joe on. Once. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, but, but how that works. But Safari Joe brought a snake. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah, who I else enjoyed it snakes? too. Yeah. But um, you know, he's got a governor, Safari, Safari Joe. Joe. Yeah, both very important people. The the governor doesn't own a water park. I've gotten more out of knowing Safari Joe though. That's true. Yeah. Max got to go to the park. So uh, a big day for uh, everybody here at the uh, at the building. News on six. Griffin Communications. A, a brand new sh uh, radio. Whole radio station's brand new. The Blitz eleven seventy. Uh, starting every single morning off with a legend in this market, Rick Corey. The third biggest legend behind you guys. Right. Hug Daniel and then. Thank Rick. you. I'm, Explain I'm to Steve where we are on the totem pole. Apparently. And I said number three. Oh, and you, you mean well, just in general? Just in general here at this company. Oh, the company. There's like the CEO. Right. Below that, there's a, you know, couple, couple minions. People. And then below that, there's like you, right, I guess. <laughs> and then and then it goes to like like Chubbs and Casey and apparently Rick Corey, who <laughs> mm -hmm. he, gets, he probably woke up at three to take a shower and get up here, our boss, and uh, to watch Rick Corey work. And then, then there's interns. Mm-hmm. And then there's people. office furniture, and then there's rats, yes, and mice, and, and roaches, and, and then Tiger Daniel. Is that about right? I think that's about it. Someday though, <laughs> you see, it gives you room to grow. Though. We just want yeah, a promotion over roaches at this point. 
I would rather report directly to rats. He came up here to <laughs> see the rats one morning real early. <laughs> They're all over. <laughs> well, Steve, uh, good luck with the new uh, thing. I'll, I'll be happy to go over there and talk football. If, like uh, they want they, you over there. The, uh, well, they got a governor than me. That would make sense, <laughs> wouldn't it? You'd, be, you'd definitely be in the pecking order somewhere. Okay. Well, Steve, uh, we got the new station up and running. I just heard it. It is on the air and everything. It really is. The Blitz 1170. So only during commercials. You can listen. <laughs> what are we telling people to go over there for? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are we doing? Now, he if I don't hear Rick Corey say, listen to 98.5 The Bull... I'm going to blow a gas. I don't think he'll have time to do that when he's interviewing the governor. The governor. He should. All right. Tomorrow he's got George Clooney on, doesn't he? <laughs> Not the Most George Clooney, just a guy Some named Some guy George named Clooney. George Clooney who yeah. works at Safari Joe's. He probably doesn't know Leo DiCaprio. I mean, he's in town. He's probably staying at his house or something. Could be. It's uh, 641 with Tiger Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel uh, coming off another college football weekend. Uh, Daniel, you don't watch college football at all, do you? Buddy, I didn't even watch a second of it. (laughs) Nothing. And uh, so, you know, now that I'm in Oklahoma, and one of my favorite things about Oklahoma is that it is a college football state. And people love it. You know, I got one neighbor is Oklahoma State. My back neighbor is Oklahoma. And so we we sit there and we watch these games. But, like, Oklahoma State, it's the same thing that happened to our alma mater, Daniel. It wasn't on, like, actual television. It was on the stream thing where you get the ESPN app. And then once you get into the app, you can watch it on your television. So it's really just, like, streaming it on your television. It's not on actual channel. Does that make sense? Problem is, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just, I've just, it's just dawned on me that if I want to watch Auburn football, unless it's not going to be just on, you know, television around here. Unless they're on the Mothership Network, like CBS or... Or uh, ESPN. So, but even Oklahoma State was on this, like ESPN Plus thing, and so I guess what I have, guess what I have, the ESPN with, thing with my internet cable, or whatever I got, I got that thing included. So guess what I started doing around the neighborhood. So my buddies, I said, just you know, if you want to watch the game at your house, just put in the, my password. Sharing your password. So I got one guy shared my password. I got another guy sharing my password. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Fantastic. But yesterday, my wife wants to watch a show called, which is a great show, Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten quite into it yet. She wants to watch it. Guess what happens? Turns on the television. Goes to watch Yellowstone. Says, too many users are using. I had no idea that would happen. And now I've got a decision to make. Because I think I'd be in trouble if she knows I was passing around, you know, that password. Why would you be in trouble for that? Well, it ain't your wife you got to worry about. It's the people that own the service. Oh. I mean, what I mean is I own those houses and I let my friends live there, and that's my password that I've just got at my houses. So then I have to <laughs> then I have to text one of the dudes and say, hey, man, if you're, if you're on my cable right now, please get off my cable. So I'm like behind the scenes because, you know, Brittany, my wife, thinks it's just like a technical thing. And I was like, I don't know. Let me fool with it. And so I go and I start texting everybody. And then, boom, about five minutes later, it all cleared up. But I uh, now i got to figure out a way to invite those guys not to use my password anymore. You just got to change the password, buddy. You got to be cruel. Oh, that's the good one. And then just pretend like I, I don't know what's going on. That's what you have to do, huh? I uh, I used to 
share a Netflix password with this lady I dated years and years and years ago. And uh, when we broke up after about a year, I changed the net the Netflix password. Lady calls, like, texts me, getting on to me about it. I'm a like, year. it's $7 a month. Just get it yourself. <laughs> and I think this app thing is $6 mm-hmm. a month. And, and by the way, once football's over, you can cancel it. So it might cost you $20 for the whole season. So anyway, lesson learned there. Watch out. Not only could you go to jail, for stealing a password, uh, your, your wife might get mad. Worse than jail. There's, um, <laughs> they, they should, we should coin a term for the guy that uh, provides everybody's entertainment as far as those apps go. Because I have like Disney Plus and I have yeah. HBO Max and all that. And You share your password every now and then. My, only with my sister and like my mom yeah, right. okay. and dad. But uh, I'm like the godfather of their entertainment. I could easily just change that password and they would nobody's watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning. 7.03. You've got Tig and Daniel. And, uh, gosh, we're about half hour, 35 minutes away from Blake Shelton tickets. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you have a son, right? Yeah, he's got to be five or six years old by now. Six years old. He started kindergarten, and that was, a, I guess, a milestone that made you a little emotional. You were uh, a little touched by it. Kids go through these milestones. You know, the one that's gotten to me that, that I dislike the most about your, your son that he's hit it. He used to call the Incredible Hulk. He used to call it the Incredible Honk. That's right. And I, it delighted me. I would ask him. I would ask him on and on. Like, who do you think would win in a fight between, you know, a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex or the Incredible Honk? And he'd go, Oh, the Honk. <laughs> and I just, yeah. I, it delighted me. Well, now he's figured out that it's the Incredible Hulk. He no longer says the Incredible Honk. It's not as cute. I don't like it. I didn't like it when people would correct him when he missaid. Like instead of okay, it was a lot of Otay, Otay, Otay. And then people were like, no, it's okay. I'm like, don't ruin this. You know, he'll, he'll eventually figure out how to say okay, but let's not. You yeah. know, sometimes kids will uh, they'll come up or mispronounce something or come up with some word, so much so that it replaces the word for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, it's not just words that they invent. There's words that as a parent you start using because you have a kid in the house. Like, I swear Daniel gets mad, but I'll, every now and then I, I'll get up and go. I walk out of the studio and I said, I'll be right back. I got to go to the potty. Drives you crazy. But then there's words that kids are actually just mispronouncing that like when I say, okay, I usually say, okay, just because that was what he used to say. So you're right. It can kind of replace your language. And it's kind of like a cute inside family sort of thing, right? Is it cute to other people though? That's what, I don't know. what, that's what I'm curious about this morning. Like, I don't know. Do I, do I think it's adorable because it's your son and I'm close to him and all that? Or is it? generally adorable i don't know so what we wanted to know this morning is what's the word that uh your kid mispronounced that you like really missed what did they mispronounce that was adorable at the time yeah yeah this ought to be good 918-879-9898 918-879-9898 what what words did your kids mispronounce that you just thought was just the most precious thing you ever heard 918-879-9898 we'd love to hear from you The Bull, today's hot country, 714 with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. It's The Bull. Who's this? Hi, this is Jane. Jane, good morning. So Daniel's question this morning. And what's that uh, word your kid used to mispronounce? Okay, two. Can you get off the speakerphone? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize it was on. Um, My daughter calls her sippy cup candy. She calls it sippy cup candy. Yeah. 
I don't know where it came from because I always just tell her to go get her cup, and she just goes, candy? That's I, I don't know where that would come from. It's not like she's mispronouncing the word cup. She's just got a totally different word for it. Yeah, she does the same thing for phones. She calls phones balls. Balls? Yeah, just balls. Can I see the ball? <laughs> Candy and that balls. might be weird to the grocery store. She's like, let me see your balls. <laughs> Can I hold your balls? <laughs> hey, Ma, is daddy's balls in your purse? Uh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> out of here. Yeah, Daniel, uh, <laughs> getting all over the listener for using a speakerphone, too. Uh, sometimes, you know, you, people call you. You can understand everything clearly, like a you know, clear as a bell. And then sometimes it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like in a cave. Yeah. Uh, good morning. It's let's see. Good morning. It's ninety-eight-five. The bull. Who's this? Linda. Hey, Linda. What's that word your kid used to mispronounce? All day instead of okay. All day. All day. He would say all day. <laughs> <laughs> so. So now he's uh, he's in the Marines now. He's twenty. And he's in the Marines, and every time I text him, that's my ending of my word is all day, all in caps. Oh, that that is great, man. All that, day. That's, yeah. that's what I was saying. Sometimes it's so adorable that the kid does it, then the, the, the adult for the rest of their lives, the parent will then start using that phrase. Yes. That yes, is so day. funny. Yeah, and he's in the Marines. Gosh, is he serving <laughs> abroad? Or yes. Where is he at? Well, he's over in uh, San Diego. He got out of his uh, service, the boot camp and everything and he's already done his schooling now he's over there doing what he's doing <laughs> whatever well, that is he's fixing to have his marine ball in november well, and God we're bless really excited him. about that well thanks yes. thanks for calling Thank and uh, you. you keep listening to the bull all day all day all day <laughs> i might start picking that one up kind of like that so uh the question this morning i like these these are fun what uh what is the word that your kid used to mispronounce or maybe even currently mispronounces right now. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What's the word your kid now or used to mispronounce that was so cute? It's 918-879-9898. Well, good morning. It's uh, not Monday. I know it feels like it. Tuesday morning at 723. We're uh, about 15 minutes away from Blake Shelton tickets at 98.5. The Bull. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Uh, Aaron. Hey, Aaron, what's that word that your uh, kid mispronounced? Well, so my son just turned four yesterday. Oh. And uh, he, he calls his tablet his Tata. And uh, me and the wife got used to uh, referring to it as that. And then he also mispronounced Walmart as Monarch. And so we'll tell him to go get his Tata out of his Monarch bag. <laughs> monarch. I, I like yeah, that. I like going down to the Monarch. Uh, what was the what was the word he uses for tablet? Tab tad up. What is it? Tad up. I don't know. Tad up. Okay. You got to watch out at work. You could be like a crazy person. You go, uh, hey man, anybody see my tad up? I want my tad up. You'd be like, what's wrong with this guy? Right. Got to be careful because it will work its way into your actual vernacular. I still call dogs doggies. It's gonna, you know, it's weird when a grown man's like, hey, have you seen my doggie? But but that's not a word he mispronounced. No. That's just something you said. It start yeah. They they change your speech or something. Yeah. Um. So the question this morning, Daniel, is what's that word that your kid used to mispronounce that you found to be adorable? Hey now, who's this? Laurie. Laurie. Good morning to you. Daniel has a question. Laurie, what's that uh, word your kid used to mispronounce? 
Okay, so the Fantastic Four was real popular when he was like three, uh-huh. and he called it the he called it the Tanfastic Four. Tanfastic. And four. to this, Tanfastic. And to this day, like um, he's a junior in college, but every morning, you know, throughout high school, I would be like, "Have a marvelous Monday, have a wacky Wednesday," you know, whatever. And I just texted him this morning to have a Tanfastic Tuesday. <laughs> we still use it today. That's pretty good. I like that. Has he blocked you on his uh, phone yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. I'm still paying the bills, so he's gotta he's gotta keep me open. <laughs> Ten fasting. I actually like that better than the actual word. Uh, we were talked about how your son Mac had called the Incredible Hulk the Incredible Honk. Yeah. Is there anything that he's still mispronouncing? No, it's uh, kind of sad. All it's, the cuteness is subsiding yeah. now, huh? Yeah. Uh, Used to when he was three, like women would cross the street to come talk to us. You know, like a three-year-old, they're cute. Then they get like five or six, and then it kind of goes away. And I don't know if he even notices. Nobody, <laughs> it's just like a, a little boy now. Not the cat's it's, meow anymore. Yeah. Uh, good morning. It's ninety-eight. Father boy, who's this? My name is Tia Grantham. Tia, good morning. And um, what what cute thing do your kids mispronounce? So my daughter used to pronounce yogurt, ogret, ogret, ogret. Ogret. Now, were you sad when she finally figured out it was yogurt instead of ogret? Yes. <laughs> so I always used to correct her because, I mean, that's the proper thing to do. But then I was like, oh, one day when she asked for, like, a gogurt stick, she said, can I have some yogurt? And I said, oh, okay, well, we're done with ogret. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Don't, hey, if you got kids mispronouncing something, don't, don't correct them yet. They're, they're going to learn that. They'll figure it out. But in the meantime, it sure is a delight, isn't it? It really is. Uh, let's see. Sitting about, what, 14 minutes away from Blake Shelton tickets. We'll do one more. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Who's this? This is Shelly. Shelly, so Daniel's question. What's that uh, word your kid used to mispronounce or currently mispronounces? Okay. When she was about two years old, she would call donut beer nuts. Beer nuts? Hey, now. Beer nuts. <laughs> And uh, what a sad day, though, when they finally figure out that it's donuts instead of deer nuts. Oh, I know. I aggravate her. She's 23 now, so I'll, whenever we get donuts, I'll say, you want some deer nuts? Yeah, it stayed in the family. <laughs> it continues. You're right. Yep, it does. <laughs> That's kind of my favorite thing. It's like once they start mispronouncing a word, it could stick. It'd be like your little inside family joke, you know, years and years and years down the road. Until you uh, get completely used to it and then... You sound like an insane person. Then you start using it in real life. It's like, who wants some beer nuts? What in the heck are they? Not beer nuts, deer nuts. Deer nuts. Right. Have you ever noticed I'm like your grandson? I have to, like, correct you and... (laughs) Half the calls. I can't understand what they're saying. You always have to tell me. And it literally reminds me of my great-grandparents. Every call, Ty hears it and looks at me for me to, like, explain it to him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is. One thing I know for sure. We're like that couple from Up. So if I want to build a balloon house now to get away from you. <laughs> okay, good enough. <laughs> but not before we give away Blake Shelton tickets this morning, right? We got a good quiz lined up for that? We do. We're about 12 minutes away. Blake's going to be uh, at the BOK Center in a couple weeks. We got Ty Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel Blake Shelton. Uh, Tickets are up for grabs. BOK Center later on this month. And Daria, what city do you live in, Daria? Tulsa. 
Gary in Tulsa, do you know a lot about Blake? Because this is going to be a, a Blake-centric contest. Uh, I know some, but not a whole bunch. All right. Well, uh, you got to get three out of five or else we move on to a new contestant. So, Daniel, let's start off. Uh, Daria, it, the game is called Help Me Finish. I have some uh, Blake Shelton songs here, and you'll have to fill in the blank to complete the title of the song. Pretty simple, right? Uh, yeah. All right. First up, Daria, boys blank here. Boys blank here. Boys blank here. I think also, uh, what's that other line in the song where he says, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Okay, what's the name of it? Boys blank here. I have not the faintest idea what the Incorrect. name of it is. All right, so that's one down, one missed. Uh, that's boys round here. Boys round here. All right, oh, next one. Here okay. Up next, help me finish. Fill in the blank. I'll blank the dogs. I'll name the dogs. There All you right. go. It's name. Name the dogs. Up next, she's got away with blank. She's got away with. She's got away with I blank. Don't I don't know. Help her out, Tug. Words. Is that right? Words. Words. Right, so that's two missed. Up next. Yeah, I know. Up next. Came here to blank. Came here to blank. Starts with an F. To sing. I, the hint was it starts with an F, and you said came here to sing. Yes. Now, Ooh. F, uh, d <laughs> the word sing starts with an S. What? Well, Daniel, it's that's that's three down. She missed three. Yep. But we appreciate you trying this morning. Well, okay. thank you. All right, have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, so let's get somebody else lined up. I, I feel bad. Oh, no. But... Oh, no. But you do have to kind of win sometimes, right? Yeah. Not everybody wins the lottery. That's true. Okay, so let's try it again. Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Brittany. Brittany. Where are you calling from, Brittany? Uh, Claymore. Okay. Now, our last contestant did not get through the quiz. You got to get at least three out of five right. And, Daniel, let's just get right into it here. It's a fill-in-the-blank game, Brittany. It's called Help Me Finish. I'm going to give you some Blake Shelton songs. And uh, you just have to fill in the blank to complete the title of the song. Okay. Uh, first up, Brittany, Blake Shelton's song, Boys Blank Here. Uh, boys, boys Around Here? Boys Around Here, For yes, good. absolutely right. Up next, help me finish, I'll Blank the Dogs. Speed. Wasn't it something like... Um, you name the kids and I'll blank the dogs, right? Right. Oh, name? Name the dogs, yes. <laughs> she's got some help, too. <laughs> That's fine. Tag team it. Good. All right. Uh, up next, she's got a way with blank. Words. Words is a correct. Well, she's gotten three already. You want to continue? Up next, came here to blank. No. Starts with an F. Came here to blank. Starts with an F. <laughs> 
Came here to blank. Idiot. A opposite of remember. Forget. And finally, blank bone. Blank bone. Hillbilly bone? Hillbilly bone. There you go. You got it. All right. Is that uh, your boyfriend or husband we hear <laughs> in the background? Yes. I guess y'all be going together now, huh? Yes, I am so excited. You're so welcome. Well, you know a lot of the songs, so uh, I, gu I guess you'll be one of those fans that really, really, really has a great time at the Blake Shelton Show later on BOK Center uh, this, well, a couple weeks from now, this very month. And we're back tomorrow, 740, with more tickets to Blake Shelton right here at 98.5 The Bull. And guess what we got to do next, Daniel? Concert announcement coming up at 8. How about that? Well, I hope you know who it is, because I have zero idea. I didn't expect you to know anything about your job, because you don't. You're terrible at this gig. Well, give me a little hint. I won't. I'll just tell you it's a musical number. They sing songs. Okay. Okay, Seven that's a good end. Seven minutes away on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the moments for over 60 years. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You've got Tig and Daniel. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited about fall. We're about to have a huge concert announcement. Before that, uh, this is a, a show that will happen later on into the fall. And I saw some leaves falling today, Daniel. Did you now? I did. I You're did. a weird dude, man. I just watched the leaf. Like, oh, no, it's here. We're going to have to rake again. And uh, you ready for this big concert announcement? Yes. Later okay. on this fall. And, Daniel, would you like to identify this singer based on just his singing voice alone? Yes. Going to be the Hard Rock Casino in December. He's been around for a while. You know who he is. Check out. Take a guess. That is Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt is going to be in town. And uh, tickets not even on sale yet. They go on sale um, on the 16th of September. Ah. But I just wanted you guys to get ready. Go ahead and get logged in to your modem and stuff a week early. Yeah. Does it take that long to log into a modem? Yeah. You get the AOL disk from Walmart, and they give you 20 hours a month. Make sure your you mom's not on the phone. Make sure nobody's on the telephone. Then you can dial in. Yeah, so uh, on sale the 16th of this month at 10 a.m. for Travis Tritt. There's another song that is a really great song of his. I love this song. Don't get me wrong, but it starts off like this. I got rice cooking in the microwave. Now, I'm not a financial genius, but I suspect Travis Tritt has got some folding money. Cooks his rice in a microwave. That I, I never got that about that song. I got rice cooking in the microwave. It's time to buy something else to cook your right. Pressure cooker. I guess he had to have something that rhymes with shave. <laughs> Wave and shave. You're right. That's what it was. I, I don't think anybody ever makes rice in the microwave. It's always on the stove. Tell him that when you see him at the show. I'll tell him right to his face. Okay. I got rice boiling on the stove top. Doesn't rhyme with shave at all, though. Sorry. But what what would rhyme with top that he could have used? Hmm. Floor got, is dirty. I need to mop. Got rice cooking on my stove top. The floor is dirty and I need to mop. That's a hit. <laughs> now that's a hit. Yeah, you're a kingmaker. That maker, makes Dan. total sense. <laughs> hey, Travis Tritt. Uh, you can <laughs> check back. Uh, tickets on sale. The 16th Hard Rock Casino Tulsa. KVOOFM Tulsa. Hang on, you're saddled in for another hour long bull. 
As Luke comes, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. We are Tig and Daniel, 808. How'd you feel about this weekend, Daniel? Oh, uh, well, on Saturday we went and did uh, Rooster Days. There's a parade there in town, and uh, I haven't been in a parade in many years. Yeah. And it was uh, their Broken Arrow. And I didn't know what to expect, so they have us walking behind the the bull van or whatever you want to call it, the bull vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little too fast for me. Because <laughs> how long was the parade? I mean, it wasn't, like, exceptionally long, maybe a mile or maybe Yeah, maybe like somewhere that. around a mile. A lot yeah. of folks lined up, and they'd given us bags to uh, hand out some candies and some koozies and things like that. And I would walk over and, uh, you know, hey, how are you doing, and give a, a koozie or something like that. And I look up, and the van is 100 yards away. <laughs> they, they were going at a snail's pace, though, honestly. Your problem was you, and God bless you for doing this, you like to talk to people. But the problem is you're in a parade that's moving along. You can't really, it's hard for you to have a conversation and then keep up. But I would look over, and I'm next to the van the whole time, and I'm, I'm like a, a different candy pass, passer out of the new. I just get it done. I'm like, here you go, here you go, here you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks. You, meanwhile, go talk to them. You're petting their dogs. You're asking them how their mom's doing. Not and then, really. then the van gets away, and you're shocked. What are you talking about snail's pace? I had to two or three times during the parade run. That's because you sit and you talk to people Wrong. and meet their kids. And, False. Yes. Okay, I saw just, it happen. Just long enough to pass out a koozie or something like that. You know, next time we have to get our own, like, float or something like that. I'm not going to run behind this thing. Nobody knows who I am. They just think I'm a guy. Yeah, they thought you were, like, guarding the... Uh, the radio station vehicle, not that you were on the radio. Right. We have yeah. some koozies, and uh, I gave one. It, has, it says Luke Bryan on it, and I gave one to a little kid, and the little kid was like, are you Luke Bryan? <laughs> I was like, look at me. <laughs> Do you think I'm Luke Bryan? Yeah. Yeah, if Luke Bryan is like five foot two and chubby, yeah, that's me. Uh, and I got to tell you, the candy game on a parade is a dangerous game to play because I'll tell you why. And your kids, and you might have been in parades, you know, you're either going to be in your – your church's Christmas parade float or whatever, and you got a bag of candy. And what you don't want to do is run out before the end of the parade. So I was stingy at first, like one piece of candy for each kid, and they hated that. But then I, I saw the end of the parade, and I'm like, oh, man, I still got like a bunch left. So then I started loading kids up. But then I overloaded and was out of candy for about the last 200 yards of the parade, so they all hated me. Yeah, so we had these bags filled with things, and there's literally like thousands and thousands of people at the parade. Yeah. And not fair. You know, if we can't bring enough for everybody, I don't think we That's need to right. do it anymore. You hear that? Next time, I think we need to get a, our own float or something like that, and then a speaker with microphones so we can talk to the crowd and they'll do, you know, do recognize little, who we are. A little radio show on the yeah. on the roll. All right. A little offended the uh, MC of the parade didn't call us out by name. Wow, you, know, you are so into yourself. I'm trying to promote the show, Tig. What do you What do you mean I'm into myself? Well, I mean, if they mentioned 98.5 The Bull, didn't they? Like, it was like, if yeah, you ever seen... Yeah, the guy seen... was like, yeah, 98.5 The Bull, give him a listen. I wanted a little, re- like, name recognition. I'm out there on Saturday morning. You wanted them to, like, read your bio? No, I wanted to be like, hey, it's Tig and Daniel from 98.5 The Bull. Golly, dude. Have well, you considered a psychological workup? Like, you're, you're worried about you that? Need, you need the workup. What's the point of being in a parade if nobody knows who you are? Why don't we just wear masks? You know, like, what's the difference? <laughs> tell maybe. me, tell, like, you, okay. when you think you handed some kid a piece of double bubble, whatever yeah, you yeah, handed yeah. them, is that going to entice them to listen to the radio? They have no clue who you are. They're like, oh, there's a guy that looks like E.T. handing me candy. <laughs> Actually, E.T. sales did go up after our mm-hmm. appearance. So maybe you have a point. I don't know. Maybe we should wear name tags or something because, you know, we are in a 
Yeah, tag. Let's put a name tag on. Then, well, boy, we, the kids will really, if they see us with name tags, man, we'll, we'll have well, a listeners for life. Well, how do you, okay. I, why are you so stupid? Radio. I'm stupid. You suggested name tags as radio, a solution to the problem of promoting the show. Broadcast radio is an audio medium. People right. don't see us. So how would they know who we were even if they wanted to? You did, wear a name tag. Did you hear me earlier when I Go said ahead. we would we would have next time a float or something like that with the speaker and the microphones so we could speak to the uh, the crowd of the parade? Listen to this ego. He expects a float. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're not even ashamed. Hold on. Let me write this down. This is a good idea you just had. Okay. Go okay, ahead. Get name tags for parade. Guaranteed listeners. Got it. Good. Name tags. <laughs> An exciting idea, Tug. <laughs> Thank you very much. Listen to 98.5 The Bull. I got some famous friends. Young and uh, Kane Brown, kind of one of the songs of the summer there. It's Famous Friends on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, you're in a pretty good mood, Daniel. You're able to do something that's uh, pretty hard for people to do. I went through this myself, but uh, you had a pretty good, I guess, Friday? Yeah, I uh, closed on a house that I, I had in Nashville. I'd bought this house, and finally I put it up for sale and closed on it. And then I was able to, once it closed, pay off all my debts. Credit cards. Credit cards, all that. Pretty good feeling, man. But it's a little bit of a dread because I know, I know how I am with money. I'll find myself in the same predicament here in about five years. <laughs> like, as good of a feeling as it is, you'll still blow it eventually. Well, maybe not. But that, man, what a feeling, though, when you finally get. It's so hard. You know, um, when well, we were at school at Auburn University, and I imagine it happened here in Oklahoma. We would be, I'd literally be walking to class and there'd be a booth set up. Like they allowed these people to come on campus, like a credit card company, you know, one of the big boys. And they go, hey, would you like a shirt? I go, oh, sure. And they go, J cool, just fi fill out this form. And what you're doing is applying for a credit card. And so you get your little free shirt. I don't know why shirts are, for whatever reason, a free shirt is suddenly like amazing. And so you get this, you're like, wow, I got a free shirt for nothing. I just filled out that form. Then they mailed me this black credit card in the mail. It's like a starter credit card for somebody with no credit, you know. And it was $500 limit. Well, guess what I did? I remember this specifically. I called some buddies up. I said, dude, we're going out Friday night. And Tig's got it all. And I remember the tab being like $117 because they were buying white Russians and the girls were drinking their drinks and all. And I got sick. I was like, oh, my God, I just spent $117. But then I remembered it was on a credit card and it didn't count. And then I did that, you know, here and there and then went and bought, you know, things that I wanted. And then suddenly I was shocked. And I, now I'm in college now. I was shocked when the credit card company said, hey, we, we need to go and give us that money back. And for a while I just pretended like it didn't happen. And that's bad for your credit. And for all a, t a $7, probably cost them a dollar to make this T-shirt. They had me hooked. And then the problem is you spend years upon years paying off this debt. And it sucks because you've already spent that money. And as you grow in your career and you make a little more money, whatever money you're making goes to that credit card that you've already spent. The it's just a mess, right? It is a mess. I found myself a few years ago in about $30,000 worth of credit card debt. Now, do you realize that when you have two or three credit cards with maxed out balances, that just the interest tag was like five, $600 a month, just the interest. So what ended up saving me was I, I think you had even recommended it. I had, I called the like discover loan place, you know, discover credit cards and all that. I called them and I got a consolidated loan.
mm-hmm. for like 6% interest. It basically saved my credit. Like, because when you get down in that hole where it's 5,000, I mean, 500 a month just in interest alone, that, that's a, that's a depressing thing. Yeah. Cause you, okay. So you're, let's just say you're taking on $500 in interest a month and you make a $500 payment and you look at your statement, you're still in the same amount of debt. All you're doing is paying them for the, uh, the convenience of having borrowed money, basically. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rough. It was it was very uh, upsetting, but finally got out of that hole, and now I'm completely debt-free again, and <laughs> I need to just cut these things up, probably. I don't know if it's just our industry, but you know what I heard? So I won't disclose any personal information, but like I, we used to do a lot of broadcasts at car dealerships and things. You know, where we're two hours out there. We set up balloons. We have some pizzas, and you come by and, you know, test drive cars. But because of that, I would get to know the people that sold the cars. And they said, you know who we have a hard time getting finance for credit? And I said, who's that? He says, doctors. And I was like, doctors? Well, they they earn like a bunch of money. I mean, these are six-figure salaries, I'd imagine, you know, at least. And I said, how, how in the world does somebody making, you know, $150,000 can't get finance for a car? And, and he thought his thing was keeping up with the Joneses, that sort of thing where – well, I am a doctor, and, you know, I can't live in a one-bedroom apartment. That doesn't, like, add up. You know, I have to buy the big house, and I have to buy the BMW or whatever. And so they end up stretching themselves so, so thin that um, – and then they're paying back student loans, I'm sure, to the mm-hmm. tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was kind of interesting to see that. So even – the problem is if you make more money, you spend more money, right? <laughs> like, so like, it, now that I'm dead free, should I just hand you over my credit cards? or I'll cut them up. I've done that with uh, several people in my life. You have? Yeah. I've gotten rid of all mine. I mean, I keep them active or something, but I don't even know where the card part is, so I can't even use them. Because I guess it helps your credit score if you don't use the credit card or something. I don't know what it is, but they say don't close them. Oh. You know, I think, though, even though I did have at one time the $30,000 in credit card debt, I did get a, a free ticket once. Airplane Airline ticket. ticket. Yeah, a, so. a $300 <laughs> ticket, $30,000 in debt. That's <laughs> right. good. It's not... 5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, did you watch any college football over the weekend? I didn't watch a single second. Way to be good at your job and keep up with what uh, what's going on. And Did you think this was a uh, sports station here, Bob Euchre? No, but you don't have to be a sports station to talk about things that are of interest to most of your listeners. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, Oklahoma played this weekend. Tulane, unnecessarily close game for Oklahoma. And one thing I noticed about about guys that I'm watching the football game with a group of dudes and some ladies and stuff, one of my buds is a huge Oklahoma fan. After that game, and Oklahoma won by only five, guys do this, and I do this too. After the game, we call, like, our best football buddy, and we talk about the game. What do you like, say? Like, and I'm like, I'm like eavesdropping on my buddy Tim, and he's on the phone with somebody I don't know, and he's like, so what, what's going to happen this season, man? I mean, like, what, what was that? What, what's the problem? I mean, it's like a counseling session. And then later on, OSU plays, and that was, you know, not the greatest game they've ever played. And my buddy, another one, gets on the phone right after the game. He's like, what's happening, man? You know, are we going to just suck this season? I mean, there's like, it's almost like literally like mental counseling that you get from a friend. Uh, It's going to be all right, man. We're good. We just little jitters. Little jitters. I'm glad that I don't like sports a lot because I see people whose lives are uh, ruined by football season. What do you mean ruined? You mean like made you, better? You can't enjoy your life because you're all, you're so upset about football. I will say I've this: I watched a game with you and your wife, buddy, and I got to tell you, y'all are obnoxious to watch a game with. Thank you, because y'all are like, come on, 
What? <laughs> I mean, I, yelling at the television. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like being over there when y'all do that. I got to tell you, as a college football fan, though, if your season is going to suck, it's better to know it early because um, then you don't you're not so stressed. Like if it turns out that your team's just going to suck this year, go ahead and lose like a couple of games at the beginning so that then we can enjoy the games. Because I will say when your team is winning, it becomes unenjoyable because now, oh, wow, we've won 10 in a row. Now we have to win 11. And if we don't, we'll blow it and we won't go to the national championship. So now every game counts. And then you really don't enjoy it because. You know, you could blow it in just an hour of game. Uh, let me tell you this, too. If you're the rabid football fan in your hometown and people know that things aren't going your way at a football game, they will harass you. There's a guy in my hometown named Donnie Ingram, and Donnie Ingram is the biggest football fan I've ever met in my life. And Like, he has his house decorated. Like, it's right. just de everything, not even the man cave, everything. So during football games, people will call him, harass him, mm -hmm. you I know, give him a hard time. As soon as I remember, uh, I know who Donnie is, and I know he's the biggest Alabama fan that I've ever heard of. I mean, he, I don't know, that's, it's like, that's all he thinks about is Alabama football. And so I remember waiting, there was a big game, probably like Alabama and Clemson or Alabama and Oklahoma, some big game. And I remember I waited right until kickoff, and then I started uh, relentlessly and mercilessly calling his house. And finally, and it goes to voicemail. And finally, after like the 10th call, he picks it up. And I just go, oh, Donnie, how you doing? It's like, the tide's playing. Don't call me back. Like, they can't even take a phone call. You're right. I went to school with Donnie's uh, son. His son's name is Jason. And me and my buddy went out there one day on Donnie's car at night, and we wrote War Eagle on his windshield which with is the, shoe polish, which the is battle cry of the opposite, the, Auburn, yeah. arch rival. Donnie got in a fist fight with his son, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Over that. Like, <laughs> fighting his own kid. Oh, because his, his his son's buddy wrote War Eagle on the thing. So, you know, like, that's that's what I'm talking about. Does it, in some aspects, ruin your whole fall? It, it kind of can mess you up. I won't deny that because you do get obsessed, especially if your team's doing well, and then you really, you're really messed up about that. Uh, you know, I, I've always wanted to, on the, the Iron Bowl, which for us down in Alabama was the biggest event. Auburn and Alabama. Basically our Super Bowl, yeah. I, I always threatened to go out there one day to Donnie's trailer and, flip the breaker off right at kickoff, <laughs> like on electricity and cut it off. Do you, this guy, though, I think he would kill, kill me. Kill you. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, you can't mess with that.